Right, ladies and gents, what is happening? And welcome back to the Coach By Dan podcast. Now, this is not your regular episode of the podcast. This is, in fact, episode one of season two of the Client Podcast. So, before we get into episode one of season two, um, I want to go through actually what this is. So, I started this last year during one of the lockdowns, I believe, um, or just afterwards, one of them. Um, where I got seven clients on a Zoom call to chat about their results, to chat about you know what it is we're working towards, what their goals were, what we did during the coaching process, and what they have now. And there's a few reasons for this. Number one, it got it allowed them to kind of give their progress a platform, and that's huge. You know, making results. Of course, it's for yourself. You do all this stuff for you, and if you're doing it for, for anyone else, you're you know, you're in it for the wrong reasons. But having a place to give that change of voice, it just feels good. Like you do it for yourself, but sharing it just feels fucking amazing. And that's reason one. Number two was to give you guys hope. To give you an understanding as to, you know, the goals you have. I guarantee you, the reason I picked these seven people in the last series was because the, the range and variety of goals they had set out and achieved... I guarantee it will cover 99.9% of people who, who would listen to the podcast, you know, their goals. And, and it gave you, it would give them, those who listened, a sense of hope. Oh, well, if, if, if they did it, why can't I? If Jack did it, if John did it, if Mark did it, why can't I? And if you can kind of, if something can flip that switch, I want to give it to you. And the last thing was to give you an insight into, uh, into what it's like working with me, you know. As a coach, you know, my, a big thing I want to do is, is help as many people as I can. And if someone's on the fence and they're kind of like, oh, I just wonder what it's like working with them. This is literally seven of my clients telling you exactly how it is, what it's like working with me, and you can kind of make your, your choice from there. So listen, season two, episode one kicks off with a familiar face. We got Jack Kinsella. Jack has come back on for a second appearance. Jack was on season one, but since then a lot has changed. Um, back then, Jack had just finished up a really strong dieting phase, lost about 30 or so pounds. Um, but between then and now, he's lost even more weight. Um, he got fucking shredded. These guys have new big goals. Um, he's put on a serious amount of size. He's developed a killer mindset. His work ethic's through the roof. He's a serious drive in himself. And we're now working towards a photo shoot next summer and potentially competing down the line. Jack's story is really inspiring. His change is absolutely breathtaking and... I want you guys to listen. I want you guys to absorb this and learn from it and just understand that if, if you know if Jack can do it, why can't you do it? You know? Listen, I hope you really enjoyed this mini-series. This episode is a taster. I'm doing these every day next week. So starting Monday, the 18th of October, for seven days of that week, we podcast every single day. This is a taster to give you a bit of a feel for what's going on and what to expect over the next week. Guys, listen, I hope you really enjoyed it. Any questions you have in any way, shape, or form, let me know. Uh, for any coaching inquiries, of course, hit me up. Go to danreespersonalgmail.com to email me or to go to www.coachbadan.com or simply just DM me on Instagram or click a link in my bio. Something will bring it towards that point and I look forward to working with you. But until then, enjoy the podcast. We'll chat soon. One year on, um, how are we getting on? Pretty good. Um, so you were on episode... You were on episode six of last year. 
my 43rd yeah. podcast was Climb Podcast Number 6 with Jack Kinsler. Um, and I'm actually reading the bio here. Let me actually read. Let me actually click into the podcast here. So the bio was, today I'm speaking with client and good friend Jack Kinsler. I've been working with Jack for just short of a year. And the changes in the scene in not only Jack's body composition, but also mentality towards training and life in general has been surreal. Jack came to me as an aspiring personal trainer, understanding full well that having a coach as a coach yourself is game-changing in your own progression. In the sign-up process, Jack realized that there was some weight uh, that needed shifting. And 10 months later, 40 plus pounds um, were, were down. And now two months into what seems to be the start of a long-term gaining phase. Jack has shown an insane work ethic towards his goals. In this podcast, talk about how Jack lost 40 pounds, went from being able to run one kilometer to 10 kilometers faster than yours truly. There we go. Um, we forgot about that, actually. I forgot there was a big fucking running stint in there, so it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man, fucking, and then I wrote to unleashing what I can only describe as an Irish Ronnie Coleman. Um, Ronnie, I love that. First thing I've noticed is I used to put so much more effort into caption the podcasts last year than I do now. <laughs> but second of all, hearing that, like, what's what's changed? I don't run anymore. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're dead right. That's the only thing that's fucking changed. That's pretty much it, man. Um, I cycle more now. It's more. It's much easier, I think. That's it, man. We're we're no longer in that like pure lockdown mindset of oh, I'm bored. I'm just gonna run. How mad is it that like at some point last year everyone was literally like oh I'm bored. I'm gonna run. Whereas now like it's it's yeah. mad. Like as in, like running is just it's it's something that, like unless you're like a runner, it's such a yeah. hard thing to get yourself to do. I did my I ran oh, I want to say two months ago ran from my apartment to the end of the pier and then back up. It was like six kilometers and I was fucking dead. I don't know why I wanted to do it. Um, it was more so a case of like, oh, I want to run now. And like, it's one of the things that comes up like every, I want to say like year or two years of me because I just never yeah. fucking run. But it's kind of like last year lockdown, everyone's like, oh shit, I'm bored. Okay, let's just run. I've literally been the same. I've been like, like, um, it depends where I'm My man, you are. You are breaking up, my man. You are slowly but surely breaking up and crackling. Oh. You're back now. What about now? Okay. Um, but, like, if I have a big bag on me, I'm not going to be like, oh, I want to go for a run. So it's only if I just have, like, shit in my pockets so I can zip up or something. Yeah. But um, okay. I was just, like, listening to a song, and I was, like, I was just like, why am I about to go run? And I ran, and I was like, I was only, like, a kilometer, but I was just like, fucking just under four minutes, and I was like, that's a pretty good climber, but I wouldn't be able to do that for like, you know, the 5k or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I think that whole, uh, remember, my man, there's a little crack. Yeah. I think we're back there now. This is an unedited podcast, by the way. This is just going to make it into, I don't fucking care. In general, it's, it's, ooh, are we cracking up there again? There we go. I moved you away from the metal. I don't know if that helped. Maybe, I don't know. Um, Which, like, I think, but, uh, so run is one of those things like it actually like when you actually start doing it it's actually a bit of crack but actually mentally yeah. getting yourself to do it that's not that that's that's a that's a hard thing to fucking do yeah it was always kind of like the stuff i did before the run was nearly harder than the actual run you know getting you know yeah. and if it's raining it just put me off even more yeah but then once but, i was started that was the best part it's like anything the thought of the thing is so much worse than the thing itself like anything, like it's kind of like with any, like, like even yeah. going towards any kind of what, like health is going, which you're going to get into now in a second. It's kind of like 
the thought of doing it, the thought of, oh, I got to do this and eat this and train this and do that. It's kind of like the thought of so much worse that when you actually get in and start doing things like, you know, be working with a coach or just like going for fucking walks, training, whatever the actual thing is, actually doing it is nowhere near as bad as the kind of pre-action anxiety it takes. And she mentioned there about the runs with something on your back, the lad called Paul Mort. He did, have you heard of, um, what's it called? Um, oh, what's the name, what's the name, what's the name? Um, David Goggins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he he does a thing. It's it, he has a challenge called the four. It's a, it's a four by four by four. Yeah, four by four by forty eight. Four miles every four hours. Oh, yeah. Forty eight hours. Uh, a guy called Paul Moore. He did it with a twenty kilo weight in a in a rucksack. Yeah. Dumb, fucking Man. dumb. But listen, running. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we we start talking about running quite a lot, and we just don't run anymore because running fucking sucks. Um, oh yeah, that's the for anyone who hasn't <laughs> actually, for anyone who hasn't, as was seen you posted on my page or I don't know who you fuck you are or hasn't listened to the podcast from last year do you want to give everyone a quick kind of rundown like who you are what do you do what are you studying what are you aspiring to be you know talk about your mustache yeah just get um, a general rundown of who the fuck Jack Kinsley actually is T-bone vibes yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah um, so at the moment I'm a full-time bartender um, so that's kind of been what I've been doing um I, I was in college for two years studying to be a personal trainer and uh, I failed some exams, as you do, so I had to repeat them. And I was like emailing the college because I haven't heard anything about them, so I think I might have to wait until next summer to repeat them now. But So I'm just going to put that on kind of like the back burner for a little bit or just like do one of those, you know, like the six, eight, 12-week courses or save up for yeah. those. That might just be easier than dedicating a full year again or something. I, to be so honest, it's one of those things that, like, when I hear that people are doing like college, because like, I know UCD do like a proper college course BT, and then I had them kind of like, it's actually the most pointless thing ever to actually, yeah, do because it's kind of just like, yeah, like at the like, so for anyone listening, this is me like trying to fucking show them the education side of things, but like personal trainer education, like the initial education side of things, fucking sucks. Like you don't learn anything valuable in your first kind of like in your kind of your intro to kind of per- I mean, your kind of your, your personal training course you don't really learn anything you know you learn like it's one of the things like and i would say like if you didn't know anything about fitness and you went to being a personal trainer knowing purely what you learned for your course you'd be a really bad personal trainer yeah and that's kind of that's a bit mm, that's a bit iffy there so like, it's, it's more so a case of like you know get your certs get your fucking your qualifications cool but then like what you actually learn comes afterwards the the the, the, the seminars the education weekends whatever it is like you know, like the muscle mentors triage, all them do great ones. As far as I'm aware, like the muscle mentors do triage, do have like a an online thing. As far as I'm aware, but like you know, there's plenty of stuff out there afterwards, and that's where the shit happens. So kind of when you when people are kind of going like, I'm, I'm investing a year of my time, two years of my time to a cut to a PT course. I'm kind of like, that's a waste of time. Fucking dude, in like literally six to eight weeks, yeah. you get the exact same qualification, you get the exact same amount of education, but you're just on the gym floor faster, which is where you actually start fucking learning. You know. Yeah, because at the start, I was thinking about doing the course, but I was like, I don't have that much money right now, but I know yeah. I'll probably have it later on. So I was just like, Grant, I'll just do this instead. And then by the time the two years are up, I probably would have had enough if I just like worked and just saved for it. Mm. So I was like, ah, I might just do that instead. Because like, yeah. yeah. But um, exactly. Yeah. So when I'm not like, working like late nights pulling drinks you know i'm trying to kill myself in the gym basically <laughs> uh 
as you do. So I was on that. Like, what I kind of want to John is kind of like, what kind of brief did the John kind of <laughs> we initially want to do at the start? And then kind of what's changed that. So when we actually got started coaching wise, that all that long ago when I when I slid into your DMs like a, like a little snake, what was the yeah. what was the main goal we were looking toward towards then like? Um, I think initially it was dieting because I was it was only kind of like once I said last podcast it was like once I sent those initial photos off that's when I kind of came to that realization of oh maybe there is you know another kind of you know area we can go towards you know with dieting so I didn't realize that that much body weight that I could have that could have been stripped off and then we were kind of focusing on that for a while so it's weird because now even last, like, you know, after the die phase ended last year, you know, just what happens after you reach your goal, you know, you have to, you know, I went up, so we're in a gaining phase now. And this one is much more successful because I think I is much more successful this year. So, um, are you there? You're good. Yeah. So, um, you just froze. I wasn't sure. If you yeah, no, it's good. So, it was, <laughs> but, uh, like, this is a disclaimer. Anyone listening to this actual podcast when it's live, um, I'm not an editor. I'll surely get to the point where I can hire someone to edit my stuff for me, but for now, I'm really not. So if Jack's a little fuzzy, if I'm a little fuzzy, it'll unfuzz. You just got to wait it out. So yeah, go on. Crack on. But yeah, so I think the weird thing for me was before coming to you was that like, you know, it'd be weird for me to think of like, oh, getting phase, you know? it's always kind of like oh lose some weight or you know die mm. down or you know so going into a gaining phase you was kind of interesting because not like i was just had a fear of you know purposely eating more calories for a reason but like now it's always just like i'm in a gaining phase because i i want to put on as much muscle as possible so that when i do the photo shoot next year when i die back down just way more there you know yeah so like eating the extra calories now has a purpose it's to fuel the sessions it's to you know give me energies to make sure all this shit happens so that this time next year or you know in a six months time it's looking better than the last year sweet well are we coming back we're back we're fucking back and i think like what you mentioned there was, was a really important thing it's kind of like number one like so two things actually you mentioned number one the, the way i can rewrite it was when you're kind of like you didn't realize you had the weight to lose until you took the photos and sent them on to me i remember so my big fucking story that I tell when I was a big chunky boy was when I was in I was in Marbella on a holiday fucking I was like four maybe four or five years ago now um that's when I was putting it 17 so what for was 2017 2018 I don't fucking remember doesn't matter but anyway um but I was in I was in Marbella and this is after I injured my back so so for those who don't know I used to compete in powerlifting so squat bench dead as heavy as you can um I injured my lower back so I couldn't actually do anything let alone fucking walk for a long yeah. time, but I could eat. And I ate a fucking lot. I went from 88 kilos to 110 in about five, six months. Um, and I was in Marbella when I like so it kind of it happened kind of gradually. Um and that's the thing, when it's gradually you don't realize like what's the saying, like if you if you put a frog in in boiling hot water, it'll jump out. But if you put a, a frog in, in cold water and slowly heat, it'll 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 stand there and die. Do you know what I'm so it doesn't actually realize it's actually happening. And that's the same thing there. Until you're kind of made aware of it. Like, I remember I was looking in the mirror. And I was like sucking in tense in that kind of way. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we were getting ready to go out. I was like, will you be brutally honest with me? She goes, what? I was like, have I put on weight? She goes, I'll be honest with you. And I was like, yeah. She goes, you kind of let yourself go. And I was like, shit. 
fuck balls. I was like, shit, I'm a big boy now. And it's not until that moment. Fair though, that probably took a bit of balls on her. Oh, that, 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 yeah, that's fucking... like tell you. Yeah, but in my head, I'm like, there's telling me, and there's telling me, you've really let yourself go. And I was like, oh, sound, good way of putting it. But look, I'm a big boy. I need to be like, put on the place. Just, just... Yeah. But like, that's the thing though. So like, it happened, and then I was like, oh shit, like, I need to fucking change something here. And it's kind of like, it, it's, it's sometimes it takes some time to actually realize you may not, even when you're in there, it's hard to notice it. Could it be a denial thing? It could be yeah. a lack of observation. I don't fucking know what it is. It could just be, that could be your new norm. But that's also quite scary as well. The fact that that kind yeah, of side becomes your norm. Do you know Yeah. Like, I don't even know if I ever showed you this photo, but I have a photo from February 2019. Yeah, so yeah you've showed me you before. Fucking, and you, you, we put your... Yeah, you put... Yeah, and you don't no, decide... Yeah, that's mad. And then... Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. So what Jack <laughs> showed me now, for anyone listening, is his show is from 2019 to 2021. That change is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I'll, when I put this podcast up, I'll put a picture. I'll put that picture up. I'll get you send me that picture. I'll put that picture up, picture up with the podcast. To be fucking ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. That yeah. kind of before and after. Um, but then, oh, yeah. then another thing you mentioned there, which is really important as well, is the idea of kind of like, well, what happens after dining phase? Which is actually really important because I'm actually recording a video for the for the Facebook group tomorrow. Not today. Tomorrow, potentially today. Tomorrow. Today. Oh. Tomorrow. Um, going over actually that topic. Like what actually, what do we do after dining phase? So, and it's kind of like when you're, when you're, when you have a bit of weight on you, you know, and you, you want to lose that weight and you've, you've, maybe you've got a string of failed attempts behind you where you just don't know how to go for it. Like all you're focusing on doing is, is losing that weight you put, and you give losing weight so much power and so much less control over you to the point where it's kind of like the thought of anything I thought of going into a gain yeah. face, the thought of even just like the, the, the thought of kind of having a goal being eating more food. It's kind of like it's so it just doesn't yeah. seem fucking real. But at the end of it, it's kind of like and this is, a, this is a really important one. I think for anyone who wants to go through a successful dieting phase, you have to be aware that there's going to be a point where you know if like you want to be successful, sweet. There's going to be a time where if you really take that seriously, you're going to have a goal of actually eating more food. Yeah, and it's kind of like you've got to be aware of that and understand what comes. And even especially when you're going through a dieting phase, you've got to be aware of kind of like what's going on afterwards. I remember I've had I've had so many clients kind of go through the coaching process and, and fucking have, have a sick weight loss phase. And I'll say, and they're like, listen, I think I might wrap up. And I'll be like, listen, give me two minutes. Let me explain something to you real quickly. I'll explain kind of, you know, the post diet, this kind of that. And they're like, oh, I'll give it a go on my own. I'm like, okay, sweet, go for it. Like nine out of 10 people who do that will come back a month or later and be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's kind of like, we need to understand that after dieting, there is more to it. And I suppose this podcast here, we're talking about, talking about kind of what we do with yourself. You know, kind of like we dived in, we lost like 35, 40 pounds, which is ridiculous. Before and after photo. So it, it, it's just next level. Yeah. Um, what were, I suppose, what, initially, we're kind of getting into that in a second, but I suppose before we actually got into coaching, I suppose, what were the biggest struggles you felt you had before we actually got into coaching initially? Um, probably just having like a, decent kind of like relationship with food because i knew roughly you know you see all these kind of like you don't want to have an idea of like good foods and bad foods but like um with the whole work i was doing at the time it wasn't like you know i wasn't prepping lunches or you know doing all this thing it was always like I, for the most part i was eating out or you know eating kind of like shit food at home where it wasn't just like nutrient dense or anything like that so yeah then that became my new norm because it was like you know 5 a.m starts or something and then you're waiting for that break for the deli to open in that shop because you want to check a filter or something. So it was like, 
um, it's, it's, say, you're dead right <laughs> yeah so I'd say having like a good kind of relationship with food in the way of like you knew why you wanted to eat certain food because you knew how your body reacted to it or you knew you knew you responded well to it in terms of like fuel or something because like I think I got the gym for a good couple of years so it's only really like in the past couple of years where I've been taking it way more seriously so like before it was like I was doing like you know bullshit fucking training plans or something just to work up to like a, a deadlift PR and then I'd do it and then that'd be it and then I wouldn't know what to do after that you know but now it's like we hit my deadlift PR for reps so now we're having to go even after that you know so it's kind of like once you you know learn to run 1k all right learn to run two you know yeah so it's kind of like you have to have a goal goal yeah it's kind of like you need to under like goals are like goals are there to be hit and then reset like at the end of the day like life is going to be a repetitive cycle of setting goals setting goals setting goals setting goals until you're kind of like i'm dead now in theory right and it's kind of like you know you have a weight loss goal now but like what happens when you hit their weight weight loss goal what happens next are you just gonna like keep losing weight are you gonna be stuck in this like limbo of abyss of nothing like what happens then do you know it's kind of like anything it's something like i suppose from you know working for myself was something i've kind of recognized math myself something it's kind of it's something i recognize in my own work that has carried over to my training which is kind of how i coach it's kind of like from work point of view like because like coach man is my little baby my little business and kind of like i want that to grow Do you know what I mean? like i want if i hit yeah. a certain milestone from a client point of view for example okay i want to I want to give, how can I give them a better, how can I improve the business by giving them a better service? You know, what can I do for them? What do you guys value? What are you guys going to get more out of? What are you going to help me develop, you know, my coaching style, my coaching business, bring more people on, expand that kind of way. It's kind of like, I'm in a position now where like this time, two years ago, I was like, I want to be in that position now. Jack kind of way. But now kind of like, okay, where do I see myself in two years time? So it's kind of like, I am where I wanted to be. Where do I want to be? And then like train wise as well. Like I did a, a fucking 180 kilo RDL for like, seven a couple weeks ago when i was in birmingham and like you know three four years ago me doing that like my, how my back was kind of like that's fucking impossible jack and i was just kind of, was kind of like right two three times what do i want to see myself doing and it's it's always reevaluating like where you are now is where you wanted to be where do you want to be in a year's time in six months time in 12 months time you know it's kind of like me and you like, the question i love asking is like me jack me and you were sitting down for a coffee in 12 months time right and that coffee we're catching up and you're telling me what you've achieved in the last year it's like when we're having that conversation, what do you want to be able to say? And it's, if you can kind of think exactly. about that question a lot, it's kind of like, shit, what do I want to be able to say? That has you now looking forward to what do I want? Like from life, from, from training, from my own goals, like what it is. And if you can kind of have that, that constant look of what do I want in 12 months? It keeps you busy. It keeps your mind fresh. It keeps you fucking active. And it keeps you working towards something. It keeps you driven. And if you're always working towards something, you're always be fucking fired up and have a good bit of energy because you're working towards a goal you truly value. Do you know kind of way? Yeah, exactly. Sick, man. Sick. So it's only kind um, of like once you kind of realize that there's going to be an end goal, you have to start a new start goal, you know? So it's yeah, kind of like man. once you have a dieting phase, you kind of have to come to a realization. It's like, right, well, you can't be in a dieting phase forever. So what do you do now? Go back yeah. into a phase. But like, but that's not like it's kind of like people always think, oh, gaining phase. But it's like, you don't have to go to a gaining phase. You can learn how to, I mean, like, dieting yeah. down is, 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 one, is, is, is tricky enough. Like, do you know how to maintain what you've achieved? Like, that's a phase in itself. Maybe you've maintained. You're like, do you know what? Actually, I've maintained it for two, three, four months. I actually want to put a bit more muscle on. You know, things are always going to change. It's a case of like, 
having someone there to help facilitate facilitate that change even is so fucking important. And that's obviously where L coach comes in. Um, yeah, I was going to say, some people probably be like questionable about joining, but it's mm. like, there's a reason why you have clients that have been with you for like two plus years, you know, it's, something's working if you're there that long, you know. Yeah, you're, you're dead right. Like, it's it's like, forget, like, like, like you know, you're dead right. Like, you're like, like see yourself, I've been working with for fucking almost two years now. Owen, for example, Owen is currently asleep on my couch in in the, in the living room. He's been here since Saturday. We're gel out. Like, um, I've worked with Owen since January 2019. I'm actually recording a podcast with him in person now. Um, after you, you know, it's like, it's like Finnegan, like I've clients like Grania, like I've, I've like I've loaded clients who have worked for like a year, two years. Like, I've coaching is a three month minimum. If you, you know, if you work with me for three months, you can leave after three months. There's no. I don't know. Then you 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 sign up to twelve weeks minimum, but after that you kind of do what the fuck you want. And I've got like yeah. half, if not three quarters of my clients have been with me for over a year, two years now. It's kind of like because you know there are people who want to not only set goals but fucking keep setting goals and keep smashing goals and, and not be stagnant. It's people who you kind of see kind of you know at the end of it's kind of like if you're for three months and you kind of do for three months and you're like oh I'm good now. It's kind of like I guarantee you're not. I guarantee you, like I like yeah. I want to say like three months isn't there for you to kind of isn't a transformation 12 weeks because no one can fucking change it fucking that much in 12 weeks. The 12 weeks to give you a taster for what you can fucking do. The 12 weeks is there to kind of show you, right, right. You apply yourself, look what you can fucking do. In 90 days, in three months, and 12 weeks, look at what you can fucking achieve. Now, why don't you keep setting goals like that and always focus on 90 days? Always focus on three months ahead. You know, what can I do this time three months? This time three months. Every three months, reevaluate and go from there. Like, and it's, it's really funny because I, like, from a payment point of view, I always have clients you pay month by month or three months and one thing i've always noticed a lot in clients who kind of do the three months and then three months in like in advance is always sit down and kind of reevaluate what we want to do for the next three months and kind of how they kind of set goals and achieve in the next three months and kind of like every three months we kind of look back look back everything's always hit let's fuck crack on again it's a really nice way of going to go about it do you know that kind way see that's kind of mad because um i always think well it's only because i was like once i've been with that long but i think the last kind of chance months to a year plus you know where it's like proper lifestyle changes have happened and not just like oh you know yeah i've kind of tracked learned how to track my food more but it's like oh it's like proper changes that last like that long that's when the biggest changes will happen that's where like the sustainable changes will happen you know yeah that's it like it's kind of like in 12 weeks you will see change in your physique you will see some new habits brought in but is your life going to change? No. Mm. I'm never going to claim to change someone's life in 12 weeks. You know, you can have a big impact. Don't get me wrong. I have a very big impact, but by no means their life can be fucking changed in 12 weeks. And like, that's all like, like so I'm very much, like, I'm a coach that, I'm a very realistic coach in terms of I'm not going to bullshit you into fucking thinking, oh, I'm going to give you the fucking, the life of your dream, the body of your dreams, everything in fucking 12 oh, weeks. Yeah. Like, you know, some people may have what they want in 12 weeks, but it's kind of like, I guarantee once you, it's kind of like once you get to where you want to be, there's going to be more. And it's people who have been working towards go for so fucking long but not achieved it. It's kind of like once they actually get that in the books, it's kind of like, oh, there's more now. And you're like, yeah, there's fucking way more now. Let's fucking crack on. What's next? Do you know what I mean? Um, no, yeah, totally. Because um, I was going to say with the the whole thousand pound club thing you're working on now. Yeah. Um, that was always a goal in the back of my head when I first started training and then I heard of it. So I was like, oh, what's that? And then I searched it up and I was just like, oh, that would be cool. But then yeah. I was like, I was like, I only first started benching like, you know, with a plate on each side, so 60. And I was like, 
wait, so what am I supposed to do to get that thousand pound club with this? And then, you know, with training with you, when I brought it up, I'd be like, my training was getting really good at the point anyway. So we were like, that's not too far away at the moment. Mm. So like now that's what we're doing. So I kind of have the numbers for each one kind of lined up. So I was like, right, once I hit this for bench, once I hit this for deadlift and this for squat, I should hit it. Yeah. So like that's the goal at the moment. Now. So like we might as well do it while we're in the gaining phase, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, you're dead right. It's kind of like we may as well do it in the opposite position. What, what, like number wise? So for that, those who don't know, the thousand pound club basically means putting your squat, bench press, deadlift, your best bench press for one rep, your best squat for one rep, your best uh, deadlift, squat, bench, and deadlift for one rep, will equal to a thousand pounds or more. So what does that mean? So wait, number wise, what does your bench need to be? Your bench needs to be. What are you aiming for bench wise? I said if I said if I can bench one twenty, so Sweet. I think I have. Uh, I think it's 450 kilos. It's in and around that number, I think. So I said... So it'd be 455. Can... Yeah, 455 is 1,001 pounds. So yeah, 455. Yeah. Um, so... Da, 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 da. Yeah, so bench 120. I think it's probably been 1,455, but I said if I can squat 160 and then deadlift 200. So 160... Plus two hundred plus one twenty, yeah. That that gives you that's a thousand fifty pence. You even have some wiggle room there as well. So like, yeah, I think one thing I remember when yeah. I did like my, my bench really shocking. I was never lying on my bench. I overlaid my squat and deadlifts. I think I deadlifted like to, for me, I was like a two thirty deadlift, um, a one eighty squat, and I could lay. It meant I could hit like a sixty kilo bench. And I was there jogging away. So I was like, ah, I don't already bent yeah. my bench shocking. I leave it as it is. But so moving away from yeah. that now, it was in our. End of time working. So I suppose not from our start to last podcast, but from from last podcast to this podcast. Like in that time working together, I suppose what have we what have we achieved in that time? Um. So we wrapped up a successful uh, di- uh, dieting phase with like a month long cut. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of not like too bad, but it was pretty extreme ish. You know, was, we went quite. Do you want to talk like, about that a little bit? We we went quite so like. We went quite aggressive. So kind of what that kind of entail with yourself? Yeah. Um, so we, the calories that we're on, just we, I think, so whatever calories you were on for most of the dieting phase, we dropped another 400 for two weeks and then another 200 for two weeks. And then cardio every day and then still training for five times a week or four times a week even. Yeah. And then still work the full-time job which was so that was kind of like getting a bit intense there because like yeah. you know the food was grand and everything it's like i didn't really the calories kind of fine because it kept me busy so different clothes, like you know unemployed because of covid and i was just sitting at home and all i wanted to do was think about food and stuff so it was good distraction so it was the uh the date we started the cut and the date we ended the cut and it's the two numbers on scale and i was like jesus that was that much in a month so the amount we stripped off in that month which was the goal you know to strip off the rest as much as we cut off in that last month was mad so yeah. it was like uh 84.9 on the second of june and then 77.4 there so is that again so 84 we started on which so it was practically 85 so uh 85 and then 77 and a half yeah it's nuts and like and the key in there is right so those four that was kind of four to six weeks we had quite aggressive like could you sustain that long term 
That was why we only did it. Uh, it was like, you know, get in, do it and get out, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like, so people listen to that, they might think, you know, oh my God. Like, I think one big thing that like people start thinking about when dieting down, it's kind of like, oh, I want to be enjoyable, sustainable. But at the end of the day, like weight loss, like at the end of the day, is meant to be enjoyable, sustainable. But it's kind of like, so we did, like you just want to get really fucking lean. And there's some people who can take it that kind of far, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. Not that there's like a hierarchy of how far you can take it. It doesn't really fucking matter. But it's kind of like, so we had your calories quite low, like around 16, 1700, I think. I'm not sure what the exact lows were, was, but like we had a quite low for your height, your age, your weight, like that. Yeah. We, had your, we had your calories quite low. But it's kind of like, you know, some people will be willing to do that. Some people can 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 allow that to happen. Some people won't. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like when we go into a very aggressive dieting phase, we've got to be very careful because it's a time where stress me quite high, where hormones me a bit all over the place. But time where, you know, things like you know, we got to recognize that like how we are as a result of what we're doing can affect others. Do you know, kind of way like there's some examples yeah. i'm not saying this to you but in general things that can happen it's kind of like you know you're, your people are far more irritable when they're not low calories so people are, are a little more reactive than yeah. low calories you know things like things like you know your libido can go to fucking shit when you're not low calories like th- things can really like rotten things can happen that affect you and people around you at that time it's kind of like we've got to consider that we've got to consider that like you know is this like isn't it we need to do right now do you know what and if we're we're kind of like right these things may happen but we're going to manage it. it's kind of like wait we want to get in get out as fast as we can you never want to be that aggressive for over kind of maybe six six weeks like a push john kind of four weeks is generally kind of sweet spot yeah two weeks cool but like you know we never want to go any more than really six weeks just because like it's it's it just makes you fucking miserable so it's kind of like do you like do people need to do that absolutely fucking not but it's kind of like if you want to take it that far and you want to get that extra bit lean for the sake of it like there's no harm in doing it so long as it's controlled so long as you can maintain it like not everyone like if you feel like you can't maintain it you can't sustain it you have to fucking do it john can you can still get fucking classes without doing it it's more it's a case of like there are things that can be done like that to take that extra bit, extra bit further, extra bit leaner, which may just give you that kind of extra two, three percent of a leaner look. And that's yeah, exactly yeah. all it is. If you're willing to have that trade off, then crack on, you know? So it's kind of like with um, the way my anniversary happened to be in the cut. So yeah. obviously I was just like, yeah, all right, let's, I'll enjoy myself for a day and just crack up back on with the cut tomorrow, you know? So it wasn't like a case of like, you have to, you know, under, be there if you were like, you know, Fucking Chris Bumstead training for the Olympia, you know. I'm sure if he had a birthday or something, he probably fucking ate his asparagus and chicken or something like. Yeah. But like, you know, you're not if you don't have like a deadline for everything, you know, you need to have certain stuff. You can still enjoy yourself. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not a case of like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. Like even if you're not cutting, like even if you're just trying to lose a bit of weight, you can still go out for that meal at work or have a few pints or do whatever you want to do. So like, just don't let that be a thing of like, oh, I enjoyed myself too much, so I'm gonna kill myself on a treadmill to burn the calories off or something you know yeah completely couldn't agree anymore and like that's that's the big thing it's kind of like you know and like no matter what you're doing like right if you're like dieting down if you're going on a holiday if you're doing whatever it's good like when you're like if you're going through dieting phase you got to recognize there will be birthdays there will be holidays there will be your girlfriend's mother's sister's aunt's fucking christening's child whatever there's gonna be things fucking going on right it's kind of like yeah if you're someone who puts off dieting phases on that because things come up you're always gonna put it off because oh there's always gonna be things going on do you know what i'm it's a case of recognizing like you know like me for example like my birthday was february 26th just gone by there obviously during the year and i was dieting for that i was with my car and the car was like right down listen fucking do what you want eat what you want it's kind of like you need that if your coach tells you fucking watch your guys birthday fucking sack them 
Do you know? Yeah, your exactly. birthday, if it's, if it's something like that, if it's something like, like you got to recognize your birthday once a year, you know, your partner's birthday once a fucking year, you know, if you go out in the piss every fucking weekend, take, take the absolute piss with it. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's going to have a bit of, that's going to not help. But it's gonna, if you're going out and enjoying yourself every now and then, you're going to number one, enjoy it a lot more because it's so infrequent. But number two, once you recognize that like you have 50 weeks in a year, if 45 of them done the best you can and like seven of them are a bit to pot, so I got 45 amazing weeks compared to seven, but like on off suboptimal weeks. So like at the end of the day, is, is it going to fucking like, if you got, you know, if you had a, a test, you got 45 out of 52, you'd be like, Oh shit. I pretty much got an eight sick. You know, you're not going to worry about it too much. You know, Cause at the end of the day, you still did the fucking best yeah, you can probably yeah, yeah. do. I have to be on a look at things. It's kind of like, you know, you got to recognize the diet phase, whatever you're doing. Like there are right. only times where it's going to be a little trickier, where there's going to be things pop up. It's kind of like, it's all part of the process. Like I had a client, for example, going holidays to Dubai. And, you know, we, we had our consultation call. And he's like, listen, I'm actually going to Dubai at the end of the next month. And I was like, cool. Does that affect? I was like, no. If anything, it's going to be a good thing. Because you, you know how full way Like, we're going to obviously be a lot less intense from a coaching point of view. Like, I'm not being on your fucking on your tail when you're on holiday. I want you to fucking enjoy your holiday. But it's kind of like, while you're away, I can give you kind of tips and tricks to make sure, you, number one, you don't fucking take away from experience. You enjoy yourself without taking the absolute piss from a food point of view. And he's come back now. Same yeah. fucking weight. Enjoy his fucking holiday. And it's kind of like, well, there we fucking go. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, the end of the world. As, as something I always say, it's kind of like, if you feel like you need to rely on food to have a good time, that's probably something else to look into as opposed to, like, if you if you feel like people you're around that kind of way, it's, it's going to kind of, oh, hello. Uh, well. You're good. <laughs> you right? Oh, it's a doggo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i saw the door opening so when i was listening to the podcast i saw yeah. jack's doors opening i was like i was like was someone coming in i was like oh listen that's fine but i was like oh no it's a dog yeah. brilliant Come on. Yeah. but like yeah no that's, that's, like, that's, that's it's yeah. kind of a big thing to understand it's kind of like hello it's kind of like when like when that comes when like when you are down there like so like these things will pop up you gotta take it on chin they're gonna happen maybe a couple of kilos heavier afterwards but like it's not gonna be the fucking end of the world and that's the big thing to kind of focus on. enjoy yourself enjoy holidays enjoy birthdays whatever it is it's kind of like it's not gonna take away from the rest you fucking do you know yeah sure it's kind of like i think it was i think it might have been patty who posted it but it was like or may, i can't remember who at this mm-hmm. stage i follow so many fucking pts and uh, coaches it's class yeah so uh it was like if you gain it quickly it's not fat and if you lose it quickly it's not fat yes it's, so if you, if you, if you, yeah if 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 you yeah, if you if you can take it if you put it if it goes if you add three kilos overnight, it's not body fat. Your body physically can't produce that much body fat in that amount of time. Do you know? Yeah. Um, what do you feel is the most valuable thing you've taken from the coaching process? Um, probably accountability. Nearly. Yeah. You know, no one's gonna track my meals for me. No one's gonna do those sessions for me. You know. So it's kind of like I'm going to be the one that has to do them. And if I'm sending you a check-in twice a week, and there's no point in lying. So there's no point in me saying, oh, I did 12,000 steps, but I was sitting on my ass every day, you know. So I think showing up, doing the work, and just kind of like enjoying it at the same time. So like not like, oh, I have to go to the gym now. Oh, I have to do this. Like I'm going to the gym now being like, fuck yeah. Like I was smiling after getting like, it's like I was going into a deadlift set and I was just like, all right this bar is sitting on someone I love and I have to get it up off them or some bullshit. Like, you know, like Eddie Hall kind of shit. Yeah. And at the end of it, I just be smiling, you know? So it's yeah. kind of, I go to that place, getting the reps that I need to get and then 
just enjoying it after, you know, because it was so long where I'd be like, I think it was kind of like with the 100 kilo bench. That was like my goal for fucking ages. I think I attempted maybe 20 kilos. I fell every time. The first time I actually got it, like, it was mine. Yeah. So it was kind of the same with the 180 deadlift, where it was like, that was the number I was chasing for so long. And then the fact that I'm wrapping it out now is kind of sick, you know, but it's all the work that I've put in, you know, over the last two plus years. Yeah. It's like, I've traveled up. I've worked what I'm able to do what I'm doing now. It yeah. goes for anything. Where you it's put in the work and put it in the... Is that continues ever. You know, it's, it's a recall quote. It's like, you know, if you look at stone cutter's job, it's purely yeah. to put a stone in half. It's kind of like, he might hit that stone a hundred times and nothing happens. But on the hundred and first blow, it splits in two. And you know that it wasn't that one blow that split in half, but the hundred leading up to it. And then that one on top. It's kind of like, it's all a continuous thing. You know, like yeah, yeah. any, you know, look at any overnight success, any kind of, anyone who looks fucking class. It didn't just fucking happen. It's kind of like, it took time, effort, structure, guidance, accountability, and rep- repetition. The big one is repetition. That's, that's the big one there now. Um, to slowly start wrapping things up what is next on the cards for yourself what's the plan um so it's kind of like the thing with you know you have to have a couple of people so once we wrapped up well i think we we brought up a photo shoot before the die phase anyway so we're like grand well obviously we're not going to really do it this year so we wrapped up the cut and then we're like all right let's go into a steady kind of lean ball and then so the photo and then I sent it in the check-in, but uh, at some stage in a couple of years, maybe competing, because I saw Owens and Carl. So I think, and then especially like following some bodybuilders so long, anyway, so I was like, you know, over Tampa for like, you know, fucking Olympias kind of thing. But like, you know, just kind of like maybe even just to say I competed, because I think that might have been a goal that's been mine for so long now, but. So I think photo shoot next year and then we'll go from there. Sweet. I agree. I think photo shoots definitely kind of get you into the mind frame of kind of like what's it like dying wise? Because it's kind of like, you know, we will we obviously want to get you a little leaner than we had you this year, which is quite which is quite a good one. So longer dieting phase, more a little more aggressive towards the end and kind of see how we feel there. And then from there we kind of say, like, right, what do we need to bring up? How do you bring it to the stage and kind of crack on from there? So it's exciting times ahead. Um kind of funny actually, because um in work I brought it up because they yeah. you know, they'd be asked, you know, I'd come back from when we were in lockdown, it was like, you know so many months at a time so it was like right i was maintenance with you for a bit when i came back i was lost a bit of weight and then we went back into lockdown and i was back up a bit so then they were like um oh but what are you like training for whatever so when i brought up the photo shoot the guy was like oh so you're gonna get like a fucking dodgy tan like, I was like yeah that's gonna be when i request my holidays because no 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 you're coming in with that fucking dodgy tan <laughs> so like uh that's gonna be funny Man's but uh yeah, the yeah. it's a bit, it's a, it's a time to go and you make you make sure you do it right because if it goes wrong, it's a fucking nightmare. Um, and then last thing to 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 close things up to anyone considering coaching or to anyone on the fence who I suppose is thinking about coaching, kind of wants to do it but's a little reluctant. What would you tell them? Um, like honestly, it's like the time's gonna pass anyway, so it's like you might as well be closer to your goals. So you might as well just like enjoy the realization that like I'm gonna go buy anything. So if you just kind of bite the bullet and just do it, you'll probably be happier. The fact that's like you know, 
when you send out the DM or something, but it depends. But like, you know, when you first talk to Gary, like, or when you first like apply for that job that you were probably a bit scared to go for, but you went for it anyway, even if you didn't get it, you know, the fact that you kind of just took that step forward and tried. So do the three months and then go from there. You'll probably just, because I was the same. I was like, I was kind of thinking, okay, I'll do the three months, but I might just leave it at that. And then look at me now, you know, there we <laughs> go. Two years. Almost two years later, man. Man, sick. Yeah, listen, it's been fucking, it's been wild so far, some serious shit so far. And, uh, you know, for, for fact, we're, we're definitely not done anyway. We have a lot more to do. And I think we have a lot more, a lot more stones to, 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 to overturn. And I'm fucking excited to get that done. Um, mate, listen, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate that. Um, episode one of the client podcast, season two, done and dusted. Um, thank you very much for coming on. Um, if anyone wants to follow Jack on the uh, Instagrams, um, what's your handle? Actually, I'll just get up here. Fucking hell. If anyone wants to be like, oh, I want to give Jack a fucking follow on Instagram. His, follow, his thing is Jack underscore Kinsella underscore 99. And uh, you can follow him and all that good stuff. All right. Jack, all right. again, thank you very much. And uh, everyone else, I'll see you all tomorrow. Boom. And there we have it. Episode one with Jack. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed that one. Um, I've worked with Jack now for you know a little under two years. And the progress this lad has made is absolutely ridiculous. And it goes to show... You know, when you're in it for the long run, you see the best results. And one thing I really want to emphasize and talk about here was is constant goal setting. Like you will have a goal to to drop whatever weight you want to lose, to feel this, to feel that, and that's fantastic. But then what? What do you want to do after that's achieved? You've got to constantly be setting goals and smash them. Because at the end of the day, you know, life goes on. Life's more than just a 12 week fat loss. Life's more than just a photo shoot. You've always got to think about what's coming next. And if you need that help and you need that guidance, structure, and accountability, again, feel free to get in touch. Head over to www.coachbadan.com to inquire. You can DM me at coachbadan or email me, danreesepersonate at gmail.com. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that little, that first episode of season two of the Client Podcast. I'll see you guys on Monday for episode two. Take it easy. Have a good one.